What's up, everybody? You're listening to Power 5 Sports Podcast. we got a special guest in the studio today, Nolan Trepic. He's been featured on a few of our podcasts before, but uh, we're going to talk about some NHL playoff action today. And without further ado, boys, let's go right down the list, starting off with Tampa versus uh, New Jersey. What's, what, what are you guys thinking? Well, I mean, that this series is over, obviously, in Tampa Bay. This was just a great showing for the Lightning. They really took care of business here. New Jersey... They had a nice season, a great regular season. Uh, Taylor Hall had that great stretch where he just was on fire, uh, you know, scoring points on a daily basis. But Tampa Bay was just too much. Yeah, I think they were just too much for New Jersey to handle. I was, I was really impressed with how well New Jersey was able to just stay in these hockey games. You know, they weren't blowouts by any means, and I think a lot of that was uh, due to Corey Schneider taking the net back. I mean, some of the saves he made down the stretch there for them in games four and five were absurd. Game five should have been seven to one if they had another goaltender in that, but Corey Schneider literally could not let anything past him except for the two goals he did. But um, yeah, I think the, I think the Lightning were just you know over. They don't have any weaknesses. They're relentless. Their D corps are so deep. They have four top pairing defensemen and. Their first two lines, their first line of Kucherov, Stamkos, and JT Miller is just abs- absurdly skilled, absurdly talented, fast, with just, like, they're just an electric team to play against, and I I do not want to run into them if I'm Boston or Toronto, that's for sure. Yeah, the Lightning, like you mentioned, Stamkos, he just knows how to get the job done on a, um, on an, every every night, and like you said, the defensemen, I mean, Ryan McDonough, you have other names like... Uh, Strawman, Dan Girardi, just big bodies that take up space out there on the ice, and they're just hard to get past. I think the player that I was most impressed with was Mikhail Sergachev. He is a, it's pretty much his rookie year. You know, they got him in the trade for Druin, and he's impressed me the most out of their D-Corps. Him and Hedman, um, and of, of course Ryan McDonough, I mean, th- they have so much talent on the back end, and it's, they can lock down their zone and then switch the pace, switch the play, get into the offensive zone and create chances, and there's just really no answer for that type of hockey. Exactly. With a team like the Lightning that can get the puck out of their defensive zone so quickly and get that transition going and flying up the ice, and then with the with the weapons that they have on the offensive side of the, uh, you know, the game with Stamkos, Kalorn, Kucherov. I think Kucherov has 10 points in five games this playoff, which is... That's crazy. Insane. Absolutely Those insane. numbers are just and unheard of. Didn't he get suspended for game two? That that blows my mind. Yeah, well, moving on uh, to another game. Boston versus Toronto. What a tight series this has been. What are you guys thinking about this one? Well, what I find so interesting about the Boston-Toronto series here is the team that has scored first in every game has gone on to win. That's just such a crucial fact and stat when you get to the NHL playoffs. It's, you ha- it's so important, it's so crucial to get off to a hot start and to really get the momentum swinging in your way. And the Bruins have done that in three out of the, three out of the five games, and they're up, they're up 3-2 going into a game six here in Toronto. Nolan, I mean, what do you think? Toronto really, they really took it to Boston in the last game. Yeah, I was really impressed with Freddie Anderson. Um, he uh, he stole game, what was that, game three for them. Um, very, very impressed with his play so far. He's 
done everything that's been asked of him. He stood on his head. He's made every good save. He hasn't let in any bad ones, I'd say. Um, Boston's so highly skilled, though. Their top six, I think, is the best top six in the league. Um, with Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand, Rick Nash. I mean, they're so highly skilled. Um, and they're so hard and heavy to play against. These guys that I'm saying are all over six feet. And Marchand's even harder to play against, for, despite how small he is. He's just a greasy player. Uh, I can't stand. Guy. I can't stand Brad Marshall. Yeah, he's a snake. I cannot <laughs> stand him. I can go on too. and on about how much I despise Brad Marchand. I I'll say it over and over again. Do not like this guy. Hope he just gets <laughs> the snot uh, knocked out get, of him. Yeah. Just he's uh, that guy that you love to have on your team, and you, you hate just him. hate to play yeah, against. Yeah, yeah. Just a little he, fella If too. he's on your team, he's your favorite guy, and if he's you know, if you're playing against <laughs> yeah. him, yeah, you know. it's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, no, there's he's he's so highly skilled. I mean, some of the he's had a couple goals this playoffs that have just been absurd. Some of the goals I've seen in this series have been just gorgeous goals. Boston works the puck so well in their offensive zone. Tuka Rask has been great with the exception of game was that game five Five, yeah yeah um going forward i don't see toronto winning this series i think this is boston's year i think they're gonna make a deep run i think they're just too skilled and heavy for toronto to play against um we'll see though i mean you know toronto's got that game breaking speed that ability to take a nothing nothing game get a bounce and you know all of a sudden, they're up a goal. So they're that team that's never out of it in a close game just because of the fact that they can generate a chance from anywhere on the ice. Um, so it's exciting to see. And they did a lot of line juggling this past game. Babcock was really focused on matchups. He switched up everything and was like game five, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. And uh, and even they're, in game they're right four, back too. in the series, yeah. Yeah, no, just like that, Toronto has really shifted, shifted this series around. And I wouldn't say in their favor, but... They're making the the likelihood of them, you know, really turning this whole thing around into a series that is there for the taking, um, a, a real possibility. And like you said, Babcock, he he was putting uh, Marlowe and uh, he was putting Marlowe on the front line, and he he wanted that matchup against Bergeron, and uh, you know it it's proven to work. Toronto they got off to. A good, uh, you know, a solid start with Connor Brown's goal uh, from Austin Matthew and Matthews in five in game five, but Toronto, as much as I'd like to see them win this series, I think that they could win game six, but I just have a tough time seeing them pull it out in Boston game seven. The Bruins, I mean, we we haven't really touched on their uh, on their defensemen yet. But Tory Krug, Charlie McAvoy, all solid guys yeah. that are young. They'll be there for a while, yep. and they've really adapted to the NHL pace really well. And I, th- I've watched Chara play a really just solid series for his, you know, his age and the time of his career. He's at. he's still competing at a really high level. It's been really impressive to watch. Yeah, uh, moving on to another intriguing series, uh, the Capitals versus the Blue Jackets. Nolan, what are you thinking about this series? This has been a really fun one to watch. I think these are two really similar teams. Um, they, they're very high speed. It's been a very end-to-end series. A lot of chances, a lot of shots on net, some really, really ex- excellent goaltending we've seen between Holtby and Bobrovsky. 
not a lot of you know space between these two teams at all, and I think that's why you've seen what is it four out of the five four out of the five four out of six now or four to five games go to overtime. Um, I don't see that changing in game six and seven. Uh, I still like Washington to come out of this one, but Artemi Panarin. I don't know if you guys have seen some of these goals he's put in the back of the net. That goal, it was that game one when he came down in overtime and did that backhand, a forehand, far side, top cheese. I just, I didn't even know what to think. after. I was like, the hands and the skill and the speed on that guy. If pe- When people were saying, like, he was just good because he was playing with Patrick Kane. Uh, uh, yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> he's No, this guy's filthy. unreal, no matter who he's playing with. Absolutely filthy. Bobrovsky's been a stud. So, I mean, Washington definitely has a cutout for them. No matter no matter what, these, this Capitals team finds a way to blow these 2 nothing leads, these two-goal leads. It blows my mind. This series should have been theirs. They had these first two games. They were I had two-goal leads in both games, one and two, and they blew both of them. Um, they play sloppy hockey. They don't play hockey the right way a lot of times, and I don't think, even if they get through this series, which it's looking like they will, I have a good feeling about them in Columbus. Uh, was that tonight? Monday night. Monday night. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't see them getting past Pittsburgh or uh, Philly, whoever they play in the next round, most likely Pittsburgh. But Yeah, with, with Washington, I think one of the major keys for them is Nicholas Backstrom and the productivity of of his play here, he's he's really the backbone to that offense. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, Ovechkin gets the high, the uh, you know, the praise and everything, but Backstrom is the one that's setting everybody up. He's racking up the apples. Yeah. Um, and he was really the he was really the you know the game changing factor in Game Five to put him up four three, in overtime. But the one thing that it just is so apparent in my mind that Columbus just can't figure out is on Washington's power play, it's absolutely lethal, but Ovechkin just camps at that one spot at oh, the, yeah. the face-off on circle opposite of the puck. That is his spot. That's his office, as they call it. Mm-hmm. He just he just sits there and waits for the one-timer and just cranks it every yeah. every time. And there's nothing. There's no really defense to that because you have Nicholas Backstrom, TJ Oshie on the with John Carlson on the point on the other side. So I mean, if you but you know you, he's gonna be there. Oh yeah, if you but if you if you give him too much uh, too much respect over there on the one timer, then they're just gonna get that tap in back door, and that's why they're that's why having Ovechkin on your power play is just so lethal because there's just really no way to, to defend it. Yeah, you can get out there and block a shot and treat him as if he's anyone else, but he's gonna put the puck in the net if you do that. And if, if you don't, if you give him too much too much uh, attention, then it opens up the rest of the ice, and it's you know there's just no win as a. Uh, as a penalty killer against the Washington Capitals, it's it's just not fun to be in that position. Yeah, and it's not like Columbus's back line is is bad. Zach Wierenski, Seth he's Jones, a stud. Seth Jones. Seth Jones is one of my favorite players to watch right now by far. He he is one of the best puck moving defensemen in the NHL. I'd say so highly skilled, physical, big body, very impressed. So I'm excited to see how this series shakes out. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, finally, to cap off the East, um, Pittsburgh versus Philly. This is, Nolan, you said this is going to be heavily favored by Pittsburgh. Are you still thinking like that? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'd say Pittsburgh in game six, just just about a lock. Uh, Philly hasn't been able to string any consecutive uh, good games together so far. They've looked abysmal in their losses, and they've looked pretty good in their wins. Their wins, every game in the series has been not contested by the losing team. It's It's been like... 
very spread out. Um, Philly's been so inconsistent. They've been sloppy. They've had bad goaltending. Giroux and Voracek have not showed up. I've been pretty underwhelmed by them. I thought this was going to be a better series. I'm glad it's getting to six. I don't see it going past this. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Yeah, this game's actually just uh, just starting right now. But Penguins, Flyers, I mean, the, just the inconsistency. That's that's really the the most crucial point of this series and what you really want to pay attention to, the inconsistency. You you look at game one, 7 nothing Pittsburgh, that... This is not playoff hockey. No. Just the back and forth, high scoring games, but they're so lopsided. Uh-huh. Seven nothing, five one, five one, five nothing, four two. A two goal differential is the closest we've seen it. Uh, pretty much in every other series, we're seeing one goal like being the deciding factor of every game. And these are just blowouts. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with um, Brian Elliott playing terrible, and a lot of it has to do with this Pittsburgh team, I think, letting up on this Philly team after they beat a team so badly. It's hard to come back the next day and give them that same kind of respect. So Philly's caught Pittsburgh sleeping a couple times, but I don't see that happening anymore this series. Yeah, well, moving on to the West, um, Nashville versus Colorado. This is a tight series. What are you guys thinking about this one? Well, the Predators are up 3-2, to two. game six, tonight. Sunday night, 7 o'clock, in Colorado. We saw what the Avalanche... Uh, we saw what they were able to accomplish in the last game of the season, of the regular season. They played at home against St. Louis. Winner goes to the playoffs. They were able to take that one. The home crowd is... Ob- they obviously play a role. Mm-hmm. The Predators are so good. So Many good. people so are fast. picking them to take it all the way once again. And this time... This go around, win the win it all, win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I could I could see them doing it. Um, Colorado's been a tough matchup for them. I think Colorado's kind of a one trick pony in that McKinnon Landeskog, uh, uh, Rotten line. Um, it's I mean their top line's highly skilled, fast. You know can can bury you if you give them space, um, but I think it's pretty contingent on being able to shut down McKinnon and Landeskog. I think they've been able to do that most games. They've been it's been a very physical series, been a very uh, entertaining series to watch. But I think as long as Nashville plays a clean hockey game, they've been, the the times when they've been burned is when they turn the puck over when they play sloppy hockey. If they possess the puck and they use their speed like they have been, they're so deep, they're so solid on the back end, and Pecorino has been unreal. I'd say that they take this in six as well. I don't see this one going to seven. Um, yeah, I don't think Colorado can string together two against this just this highly skilled of a team. Uh, the only question mark is if you know Nashville gets undisciplined, takes penalties, and gives Colorado a chance on the power play. In that situation, I could see this game going seven. Um, I could see the series going seven. But other than that, I think this is Nashville's to lose for sure. Yeah, I think Nashville will get out to get out to a hot start. Probably score the first goal in this game. Really, just take the momentum, take the energy out of the crowd there in Colorado. But like you said, if Colorado gets some power play opportunities, it's the McKinnon-Laniscog dynamic duo. If they can be patient with the puck, they can easily pop in a few quick ones and turn this into a Game 7 winner-take-all series. But it'll be Absolutely. interesting. I think Nashville will uh, will take this one. 
But, Alex, what do we got up next? We got Winnipeg versus Minnesota. Uh, this series has already been determined, but we should still break it down. Um, what do you guys think about this one? What happened? Yeah, I was a little disappointed with Minnesota. You know, they didn't have Ryan Suter going into this series, which is unfortunate for them, but I just think Winnipeg was just too much for this Minnesota team to handle. They're, Minnesota plays a methodical game. They're not as uh, electric and end-to-end as uh, Winnipeg is, and... You know, Winnipeg's ability to move the puck, transport it out of their zone, and they have so many guys who can beat you with the shot. Uh, it, it's unreal. It, they can generate. They're so deep up the middle, and they're so skilled on the wing. And they have so little and few weaknesses. I, I didn't know how Connor Hellybuck was going to uh, fare in his first postseason appearances here, but I've been very impressed. He's been pretty lights out. Um yeah, all in all, underwhelming performance from Minnesota. I'm sick of seeing them lose in the first round every year. They got to make some big changes, I'd say, to their uh, organization if if they're gonna try to go actually win a Stanley Cup. It seems like they're just content on making these first round exits every year. Yeah, it's year after year. Minnesota just cannot cannot string things together. They make just don't have the the pieces to complete the puzzle here. Yeah, but. My hat goes off to Winnipeg. They really showed everybody that they're here to stay, that they're a real contender. Dustin Bufflin is that big D-man that everybody wants on their squad. Patrick Laine, he how about that gray or the sorry blonde beard mustache? Oh, just absolutely just nasty. But the guy can just go bar downski oh on God. any goalie. The first goal of the series, I think, was his, and he went far short side. Same side, like same handedness as a righty, uh, at from the tops of the circles, bar down. And I my jaw dropped. I, some of these goals that they put in have been astounding. Yeah, Patrick Laine is a stud. Paul Stastny, Blake Wheeler, the veteran, has been getting the job He's had done. A great series for sure. And Tyler Myers, another just tall, lanky defenseman. They're so stacked this team. They it's are. So, uh, a couple Michigan grads. Yep. Andrew Cop, Kyle Connor. Kyle Connors had a good series too. They have, blue, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Winnipeg. Um, this Las Vegas versus LA. Not much to really talk about here. Uh, Vegas swept them easily. Uh, do you guys got any thoughts on this series? I'd say the the standout performance was from Mark Andre Fleury, and that he's just still performing at this elite level at his age is is amazing to me. He's playing like he did when Pittsburgh won the Cup in 09. I know it. Yeah, 09. Uh, true, truly, just a show-stopping performance. They can go as deep as they as Mark Andre Fleury says they can at this point. I mean, two shutouts in four games. He had a point seven five or something like that save or a goals allowed average and like a ninety seven eight uh, save percentage, which is like just stupid numbers. Um, and I think the funniest thing about this series is that Jonathan Quick was probably the second best goalie in the playoffs, and. They got swept, so I think that tells you a lot about how Flurry's playing. Tells you a lot about how deep this Vegas team is. They're having different guys get it done every night. You know, uh, I think it was McNabb that scored their goal in their one nothing win. I mean, these are guys that aren't necessarily goal scorers, but they're they're able to just next guy up, someone stands up, steps up, and gets it done and gets a goal for them, and that's that's what it takes to win the playoffs. Yeah, and I I think you just honed in on just the most crucial point that the that the Vegas Golden Knights really like pride themselves on almost just that next man up mentality they don't have necessarily any studs 
but every player can they're like they're all solid NHL players. They don't really have any fourth line grinders that you know that they're just taking up a roster spot. Yeah. They're all consistent they got like speed. solid contributors that I mean no matter no matter what the score is, they're gonna be in it and Marc Andre Fleury is the reason why. Very true. Very true. Yeah, finally, Anaheim versus San Jose. San Jose advanced on this one. What do you guys think about this one? San Jose, this was just an absolute smoke show for the Sharks. They just, Didn't they blew the swapped Ducks them. just right man, out of the water. I was pretty disappointed with Anaheim. You know, they are they went 12-2 and two to finish out the regular season. Maybe they just, you know, ran out of gas, but they just forgot to show up for this playoff series. Very underwhelming. Look out for San Jose, though. I mean, this Vegas-San Jose series is going to be so fast. It's going to be electric series. You know, lots of goals, I think. They're going to have great goaltending. Well, maybe not lots of goals, but lots of great chances, lots of great hockey. But the goaltending from Martin Jones and Marc-Andre Fleury is going to be exciting to watch. Evander Kane has shown that he's a real hockey player. He's going to get paid this summer. Um, I think he had three goals in the first in those four games. He's been sick for them. Uh, what a great pickup that was. I'm excited to see this uh, Western Conference semifinal for sure. Yeah, the Sharks are the real deal. They really took it to the Ducks, especially in Game 3, 8-1. Just yeah. an absolute beatdown. Yep. But Anaheim, they were just nothing special. I think they ran out of gas, like you said, and just nothing going for them. All right, we're going to move on to some predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen? Well, I'll, I'll go first here. In the East, this will be it's pretty intriguing. So I'm, I'm looking at a Tampa-Boston series. It just pains me to say that. I want to see the Maple Leafs advance. But I'm going to go with the Bruins, Lightning, Washington. Uh, I'm going to go with Columbus in seven. I really like the Blue Jackets. We're going to go with Columbus-Pittsburgh in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm taking Boston. Oh, Boston. I'm going to have to come back to that one. But I definitely have Boston going to the Finals. In the West, we're looking at Nashville, Winnipeg, in my opinion, and Las Vegas Golden Knights, San Jose. That is already that's predetermined. That's set in the stone. Nolan, what are you looking for? Uh, and going into the semis. Um, I like Nashville to beat Winnipeg. I think they're... I, I, Winnipeg plays a great, great style of hockey. I don't think it's as close to a 2018 style of hockey as Nashville plays. Um, I think what works in the NHL is speed, and the team that has the most of it, combined with the most amount of skill, is going to win the hockey games. Uh, I like Nashville in that series. I think they'll be able to just outpace Winnipeg. Um... And then this San Jose-Vegas series, I think it's a coin flip. Uh, I'll take San Jose just because Vegas hasn't been tested yet. I'm curious to see what they look like when they get a real test against them. I'm going to take San Jose and just keep keep picking against these guys and hope they prove me wrong. Um, and then I, I like Nashville coming out of the West. I like Boston in the East. I'll take Nashville to win the Cup. Nashville to win the Cup. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I... I have to agree with you. Nashville, San Jose, in the Western Conference Finals. Nashville will advance. Boston, Tampa, take Boston, like I said. And in my Columbus Pittsburgh series, I'm gonna go with 
Gonna go with Pittsburgh. Yeah, you can't pick against Malkin yeah. and, and uh, Sid the Kid. And that Boston-Pittsburgh series would be so much That's fun gonna to watch. That's going to be a thriller. Oh, I can't wait for that. I, I, I disagree with you on the Columbus pick. I think it's going to be Washington-Pittsburgh for, like, the unteenth year in a row. But, uh, and I don't think that uh, Washington has enough in their, uh, in their tank to, to, to ever get over that Pittsburgh hump. But you never know. We'll see what happens. And uh, it's going to be a fun rest, of the, fun rest of the season. I can't wait to watch how it turns out. Yeah, I'm... Just just to wrap things up here, Nashville, unanimous Stanley Cup champion prediction. Nashville's just too much, too little time for the rest of the NHL to prepare for the Predators. We both have Nashville. They're a scary team this time of year. They've shown it the past couple seasons. Nashville, they're going to get the job done. Yeah, well, this concludes our uh, NHL prediction slash playoff podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Peace.